Hello, welcome back. I'm really excited about today's episode. It's going to be if I was starting your account from scratch, from zero, what would I do? And what I would do for you or for a brick and like a brick and mortar versus like an online business is going to be just slightly different, but not like wildly different. So I'm going to make sure that I talk about both in this episode. And this is actually the perfect time for me to talk about this because we actually just got a, actually he's a local chiropractor to me. He's not, he's not my personal chiropractor, but um, he's an applied kinesiology doctor who his mom is actually my holistic dentist. And so that's how he found out about me. But anyway, he has zero social media, like zero, no Facebook, no netting. So he was legitimately starting from scratch. And when I say from scratch, I mean, he didn't even have any photos of him on his website. I mean, I'm talking like scratch, scratch to the scratch, scratch, starting from scratch. So he's on our top tier Instagram management package. And I actually went and took some photos and videos for him. I mean, they're not like, you know, top-notch quality that you would get with a, a professional photographer. But my point is, this is not just like all theory. This is what we are actually doing to grow his account. And also, like I said, I will talk about from the online business side as well. So here we go. Welcome to Holistic Marketing Simplified, a podcast for health and wellness professionals looking to simplify their marketing. I'm your host, Molly Cahill, and this podcast is brought to you by my Marketing Roadmap, which is a five-episode private audio training that's kind of like this podcast, but not exactly because it's not available to the general public when you search on your podcast feed. So the great thing about consuming free content like this for me or on my Instagram or my blogs or whatever is that, yes, you will learn a lot, but you kind of have to go searching for what it is exactly you're looking for. This five episode private podcast is broken down in a logical step-by-step -step order. That's why it's called a roadmap. If you're ready to get started on your Instagram marketing journey, or if you already are started and you just feel like you're kind of like overwhelmed with all of the different free information, this is a super clear roadmap with lots of tangible step-by-step -step action items that will get you from point A to point B for just $27. So all you have to do is head to mollycahill.com slash private training. And based on the reviews I've had so far, I know you won't be disappointed. I'm really proud of this training. And I know personally I've bought 27, 37, $17 products before and felt like I really didn't get that much out of it. I guarantee you, you will learn something from this five episode private audio feed. So again, it's just mollycahill.com slash private training. And it'll also be linked below in the show notes. I cannot wait to hear what you think. Okay, I'm recording to you from recording to you, reco rec recording for you, coming to you <laughs> from my back porch because it is 70 degrees and sunny in Cincinnati and it's just absolutely gorgeous. And so if you hear birds and planes and all that jazz, I'm sorry, it's just too pretty to be inside. So let's talk about this step-by-step, -step, what I would do if we were starting your account from zero. And we're going to actually go back a step before that. First off, we need to make sure that you actually do need to start an Instagram account from zero. What do I mean by that? 
if you're like the client I mentioned in the intro, he didn't have a personal Instagram account. He literally had nothing, not even a personal Facebook. So this has like been even more challenging because we can't even like get some of his Facebook followers over to Instagram. So what I'm talking about is uh, so often I see either not just newer docs, but like solo people or solo health coaches who have like a pretty engaged personal Instagram account. And then they feel like once they start a business that they have to start a brand new account from scratch just for the business because you can't mix personal and business. And that is just absolutely not true. The nuance there is, of course, on your, you know, quote, business Instagram, you don't want to be posting, you know, like if you're obsessed with plants or knitting or whatever, like, yes, you would want to have a separate account. Or if like, if you post pictures of your dog every day, yes, you would want to have a separate account. If you post personal photos of your kids, kids on your grid every single day, yes, you would want a separate personal account. But the majority of people I know don't enjoy using social media enough to have a personal Instagram that they keep up with anyway. And that was the case with me. So when I first started my business four-ish, four and a half years ago, I had a personal Instagram account that had around 700 followers. I posted on it very sporadically, probably once every couple of weeks or so just on my grid. And it was just that. It was just a personal account, nothing fancy. Rather than start from zero and start from scratch, I just converted my personal account to a business account. Before I did that and made it public, I went through and either deleted or archived photos that I didn't want on my public profile. If it was like, you know, someone else's kids or, you know, there's not permission for that. Or, you know, I don't, I mean, there really wasn't much because I didn't use it that often. But then once I converted it to a business and made it my business profile, it's like you're not starting from crickets engagement. Like your friends and family are going to be your biggest cheerleaders. Now, I'm lucky in that right where I was not concerned at all in the slightest about what my friends and family thought about me for starting a business. I know for a lot of people that that is a worry or a concern. And so if it makes you feel better to just start from scratch because you're afraid Aunt Betty Sue is going to like, you know, have some things to say, then I mean, you can, but I I just think you need to examine that, (laughs) examine that fear first. Go back to my episodes with my personal health and life coach, Chelsea Haynes on kind of squashing some of those fears. And yes, like marketers will tell you, you don't want to market to your friends and family. They aren't your ideal audience. That is very true in some cases, but in other cases, it's not. Because imagine, let's go back to like the health coach example. Um, Like your friends and family might know somebody who needs a health coach or, you know, whatever. So it's like, and even if they aren't your ideal client, like if you're like a brick and mortar office, for example, and, you know, your people are kind of spread out all over, then, I mean, it'll, your account will write itself unless you've just like, like I said, it, It would be one thing to take a full-time knitting account that you've been posting on daily that gets tons of engagement, uh, just like personally, and then you try to like swap that to a brick and mortar acupuncture office. I mean, yes, don't do that. But I think you understand what I'm trying to say. Then it's almost always easier to convert something that you already have. And if you've never looked at my content themes that I talk about, I'm not talking about content pillars. I'm talking about 
all of the different types of content that you should be posting in a given month. You can grab that free download. We'll link it in the show notes. But personal content is one of the things you still need to be posting. It's not something you should be posting every day on your grid. Now, your stories, you can post it every day, do whatever the heck you want on your stories. But my point is you do still want to weave your personal life, your not like private life, but just like, you know, who you are into your business profile. Because anybody who's been following me or listening to me for a long time knows I say this all the time, just like gone are the days where you have your personal, you know, oh, this is my, this is personal Dr. Jane. And then this is professional Dr. Jane. Like you're literally going to have your hands on me. If I'm coming to see you weekly or talking to you about my deepest, darkest health concerns, Like I want to know you as a human and that's, what's going to make you stand out in a saturated market. When I feel like I can have some type of connection point to you emotionally. And that's what this kind of helps you do. And then from a practical standpoint, a lot of people I see who are solo docs in practice, they are like ping ponging constantly back and forth between their personal account and their office account and their personal account and their office account. And they're just cross sharing and cross posting everything. It's like, why not just have one and double down. And I've never felt so validated. My my friend Mia, um, she's my, oh my gosh, she's the coolest person. Mia Fileman, she's a marketer in Australia. She's actually used to work for like Maybelline, but anywho, she is getting ready to do a year sabbatical where her and her husband and her two small kids, um, he's getting like a year off from the Australian army and they're going to Canada for a couple months. And then they're going to Costa Rica for a couple months. And Anyway, she posted on her business account, like, how much of this, my travels do you want to see? Because she's like, I don't enjoy social media enough to start a separate account. I'm just not going to do it. So anyway, just know that you don't have to have two separate accounts. But if you don't fit any of that criteria and you do need to start from scratch or say you're like a multi-dot clinic or whatever, where it doesn't make sense just to convert an account, like if there's four of you in the office or two or whatever, then this is what I would do. Step one is I, you got to just get your mind right. And you're going to be like, oh my God, roll your eyes, Molly. Give me the meat and potatoes. But seriously, I just want you to, to realize that most people you'll see on your explore page or like, you know, like whatever content that's like fed to you on your home feed, which by the way, I hate that Instagram did that. They changed it back to where now you see all these suggested reels instead of just people you're following. And I just want to see the people. I mean, I like, I guess I like the suggested reels, but anyway, realize that these people mostly, it is their full-time job to create content. Like literally they don't have another job. Their job is to make videos and make money from those things. Okay. It would kind of be like me if I didn't have the Instagram management agency. Like if all I did was holistic marketing hub, then I would pretty much consider myself a full-time content creator because I would need that volume to get people into my online program. So, but that's not you. You are still seeing clients virtually or patients, you know, in person, and you don't have time to be a full-time content creator and that's okay. So any of those people that you see and you're like, oh, I'm not doing as much as them. I want you to just probably, you know, get that in your head that like, that's not like they, you know, if you think of like the big names in like, let's say functional medicine, for example, like, um, like Aviva Ram, like she's not still seeing patients in a clinic. So of course she's able to put out content all the time because it's all she does. Okay. So there's that. 
And then also just a little, I talked about this in full. So if you want to go back and listen to my, how to transform your toxic relationship, it was like one of the very first episodes I did. I want to say it was like two or three. I think it was number three. I, this is going to sound harsh, but hear me out. I want you to either unfollow or mute your colleagues or people in your industry. It does not mean that you are not supporting other people who do what you do. It just helps your mind get in a way happier place because let me tell you, if all I do is follow other social media people, I constantly either A, feel like I'm not doing enough. I'm like, oh, I'm not doing as much as they are. B, it stifles my creativity because now I'm living in this vacuum of the same content being regurgitated. It also kind of makes me feel crappy like, okay, let's let's say they post something about hashtags and it's something that I agree with and I was going to post about it that same day. I'm like, oh my gosh, A, are they going to think I'm, I keep using the A, B, C, are they going to think I'm copying them or you know, do I not have an original thought in my head? So I follow like, I have like this t-shirt maker account I love. I have a um, pelvic floor PT I really like to follow for content um, ideas. When I say ideas, I just like the style of what they do. I have a furniture flipper account. I love how she does her reels. And I also have a, there's like this minimalist decor. I'm not a minimalist, but like, I just really like her. I've been kind of like following her reels and content style because she posts reels every day, but it's almost always like same caption, different video, or like same video, different caption. And that's kind of the style I've been trying to go with is like to get more quantity is just to kind of like repurpose, repurpose. So find something outside of your niche to follow. So that's kind of all in the mindset piece. Step two would be to get crystal clear on who you serve, your niche, your branding. An easy way to work through this exercise is to grab my free patient or client voice questionnaire. I will make sure it's linked in the show notes, or you can just find it on my website at mollycahill.com, C-A-H-I-L-L. And at the top, there's going to be like a free resources tab. You can find any of these free resources I ever mentioned are on my website. Go to learn and then go to free resources and you'll find all these things I mentioned or it'll be linked in the show notes. One of the easiest exercises you can do, and I've posted about this on my Instagram a couple times, is to go back and look at your schedule over the last couple months. And I want you to brain dump without judgment and without overthinking every client or patient you've seen. And I want you to say, I want you to lump them into three categories. Number one, I absolutely loved this patient, client, this case, whatever. Number two was, eh, it was fine. Like I didn't, I was kind of neutral about it. Number three is, I wish they either would have like rescheduled or canceled, or I wish they'd go see a colleague. So no judgment. Like we all have those people. It's fine. So once we do that, we're just going to focus on the people who land in category one, people who you love and light you up. And I want you to write out everything you can think of about those cases. So if you need to like reference your notes or reference the call recordings or whatever, think about, think granularly, like what did they come to you for? Were there certain symptoms? And then also think just from like a demographic or psychographic or just like what type of person they are like, oh, they were already really advanced in their health journey. And there was just this one thing they were stuck on, or they were like, complete beginners and, you know, don't even know these simple things, like write all that out. And then once you write that out, you've got this beautiful map of a marketing language, right? Like you can use all of this language in your marketing. Literally, you want to get as granular as possible. 
And then B, the, the whole point of doing this, the whole point of spending more time on marketing isn't just to get new clients and patients. It's to get new clients and patients that you love and that light you up. So I've heard a lot of people who've run um, Facebook and Instagram ads, for example, and they're like, yeah, it brings me new patients, but it's, they're not like the type I want, you know? So that's, that's where Instagram really comes in and does a really beautiful job of helping you kind of like almost handpick the ideal people that you want to treat. So after you do that, these kind of like become your like mini content pillars underneath the educational theme. And so many of the people I work with, especially if you're more into like the subconscious work or nervous system work, or you're like a vitalistic chiropractor, you are so tempted and I get it. I get it. I get it to use, to use language, like regulate your nervous system, do the subconscious work. Um, or if you want to get even more general, you're, I, I see a lot of help you get back to your best health or live your best life or and I'm just here to tell you that none of that language is effective. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just not because most people don't wake up and think, oh, I don't feel good. How do I get back to my health? They don't Google, how do I, you know, regulate my nervous system? I mean, if you're like me, maybe you do because you're more advanced, but like most most people are like, oh my gosh, I've got this terrible brain fog or um, I'm having like five migraines a month or my eye is twitching and it won't stop. Literally my eye has been twitching because I've been like a little more stressed <laughs> than usual. So, um, anyway, my point is like, think about the actual granular symptoms that people are experiencing that they can feel and like put a name to those. That's why that exercise on the brain dump of like, what did they literally put on their intake form? I highly doubt they put on their intake form. I just, you know, want to get back to my best health or I want to become vitalistic. Like I'm, I'm pretty sure most people aren't putting that on their intake form. Once they get into your sphere, whether virtual or in person, that's when you can educate them on the longer term goals of not thinking, you know, of just individual symptoms and not thinking a pill for every ill, like you know, that's where you can really educate them on like the broader scope of health, I guess is what I'm trying to say. It's just not a great way to market. Next, we're going to set our goal and strategy. So when we're on number three, what I would do. So we want our goal and strategy to be exactly what we want to accomplish. So if you don't know what you want to accomplish, it's kind of like heading out on a road trip without Google Maps or whatever it is that you use. Like, don't be surprised if you don't end up where you're trying to go, if you don't know where you're going. And this could be something like, I want new pregnant patients in the office, or I want to work on retention of my current patients. And, you know, this is just kind of like a value add. Another, like if you're a health or life coach, it could be, I want to drive traffic to my free download so they can get into my email funnel and get into my online program, whatever. So pick what it is that you want to have as your overarching goal and strategy and stick with that for at least three to six months before changing course. And you remember how I said it takes 21 times for people to hear or see something to take action. So you don't just want to like try, you know, say you're having a sale on supplements and you post about it once or twice and you're like, um, Molly, it doesn't work. Well, yeah, of course not. You only did it once or twice. <laughs> so you got to keep going. So after you pick your strategy that, you know, what you really want to accomplish. 
And hey, you know what? It might just be as simple as I just want to grow followers in my local area, or I want to grow um, followers who care about, you know, reversing their acid reflux, like whatever that's, that's fine too. After that, you want to make sure that your account is set up properly. This kind of goes back to what I was talking about converting. If you're going to convert a personal account to business account, you want to make sure that you have an Instagram professional account and then business. So there's two types of Instagram accounts. There's professional and personal under the professional umbrella. There's a business and a creator. We aren't creators. I mean, I kind of more am, but mostly we just want to go to, um, you want to make sure you have a business account that way you can track your insights and, um, you get more, more features than if you have a personal account. After that, we want to make sure that your Instagram bio is optimized and searchable. I will go into this some, but I want you to know I have a free blog post that goes into extreme detail with photos on how to make sure your bio is optimized and searchable. But a couple things. One, your profile photo should almost always be an up-close photo of you. Logos don't usually look that great as an Instagram profile photo unless your logo has been professionally designed to have like a, some people call it a favicon or like a word mark, like a sub mark, like a smaller version of it. It's like if you have a logo that has like a big image or photo and then underneath is like small text, that is not going to look good on Instagram because Instagram profile photos are tiny. I also think it should be an up close photo of you because again, they're tiny and just the very nature, like you're not selling candles, you know, like you're literally, remember what I said about the personal and professional, like you are, if you're in brick and mortar practice, you're going to have your hands on people. Or if you're virtual, like you're going to be asking people about their poop habits. Like you need to make sure that, you know, they, they have that personal connection with you. If there is more than one person in your office or clinic, We've successfully gotten up to four faces in a profile photo before. Um, it wasn't great. I would say three is probably the max. If you have more than three that you need to have in the photo, then I would do the logo. Just make sure it's a version that doesn't have small text on it. Then the next thing to know about your profile is there's only one spot that's searchable. So if you go to your profile and you tap edit profile, you're going to see two things. You're going to see a username and then a name. Username is your at handle. So for me, it's at Molly A. Cahill. That's my username. Then the name line is like, it's what shows up in bold on your profile. And you can have around 45 characters in that name line. And your name line and your username, the at handle, are the only two things that are searchable when somebody goes to the Instagram search bar. So you want to make sure that they are not redundant. Example, we have a client, Activate Chiropractic. Activate Chiropractic is their username or their at handle. So I wouldn't also want Activate Chiropractic in the name line. In the name line, I have the chiropractor's name. His, doc his name is Dr. Libby. And then I have the city where he practices, Poway, and then chiropractor. So it says Activate Chiropractic is his at handle or username. And then the name line is Dr. Libby Poway Chiropractor. See how that kind of touches on everything that somebody could possibly be searching when they're looking for you. Now, this doesn't always work, right? Like if you're, you have a really long name or a really long city name, or there's multiple doctors or whatever, it doesn't always work out this way. 
Also, if you check my profile, Molly A. Cahill is my username or at handle. And then I also have Molly Cahill again in my name line. That is not redundant because a stupid little A in my at handle makes me not come up on search when someone types in Molly Cahill into the search bar because um, that handle was already taken. <laughs> so unfortunately, I don't come up in search when you search if I don't have it in that name line. So that's another thing to do is to have somebody outside of your sphere, like, you know, come to me and I'll I'll find you someone that has no possible connection to you and have them try to find you. The reason I say no possible connection is because of algorithms, right? So like if my friend tries to search for me and she's not already following me, then she's more easily going to be able to find me because we have probably other followers in common. The next thing to know about your optimizing your bio and your profile is you want to go back to that language on the exercise we did about all those patients or clients in that number one category, the ideal cases. And we're just going to pull out some keywords. This is not going to be all encompassing. This can be changed. Now, the name line can only be changed once in a 14-day period. So don't make that mistake because you're going to be stuck with it for 14 days if you try to change it more than once. But the bio portion, you can change as much as you want. Well, that I've seen anyway. Don't like quote me on that, but I've never seen it be, you know, an issue. So don't don't agonize on this. I know you are. I, I see I see you. I see you agonizing. <laughs> you only get 150 characters in the bio. I go, I use a free website called like charactercounteronline.com or something like that. Just Google character counter. It doesn't matter which one you use. 150 characters. And I just start playing around with it. I'll I'll write down like, you know, the acid reflux, um, constipation, and bloating. Does that mean that you don't get people with different problems? If let's say you're a health coach, like a gut health coach who works on those things, does that mean you won't get people who have different problems? Absolutely not. But it makes you a literal magnet for the people who do have those issues. This is one of the first things we do. Actually, all of these things we do inside of Holistic Marketing Hub. Um, the very first classroom is going into the messaging workshop. And then, um, but one of the things I do for any new student who comes in is I help them with their bio if they ask me. And I'm constantly helping Holistic Marketing Hub students with their bios. So um, just know if you come in and you're a student, this is something you'll get help with. But um, yes, like don't be afraid to get granular, but we'll link that full blog post below. Okay, we're almost done. Next thing I would do is I am not somebody who can batch like a month of content at a time. That's just not my personality. But for some people, that's kind of like the, the thing they have to do to be able to get it done. So just kind of think about your own schedule, your own personality, what works for you. I like to have a group of posts batched ahead of time that I, that can be used anytime, kind of like your more evergreen core educational content type things. And again, if you're a holistic marketing hub student, you've, you've got like 450 plus captions like that at your disposal to just copy and paste and have a ready to go at any time. You can even um, log into the hub from your phone and just like, if you're on the fly, go grab a caption you know, add a photo that you already had on your camera roll and um, you're ready to go. But I, I just can't be, I don't have the personality that like I can be rigid with it. I like to leave room for like, 
you know, if I want to throw in a personal post or a random trending real idea that I saw or whatever, we use Planoly, P-L-A-N-O-L-Y, um, to batch and store all of our content for our Instagram management clients. Planoly is also what we teach inside the hub, but you don't have to use it. I mean, you can use the notes app on your phone if you want. (laughs) You can use, um, some people use project management software. There's later, there's plan, there's all kinds of different programs. We just find Planoly to be the most user-friendly because like Canva also has a scheduler, but on Canva, you can't do carousels or reels, or you used to not be able to. I don't, I don't know if that's still the case. Let me know if you know differently, but you used to not be able to uh, pre-schedule in Canva. They have like a social media scheduler and you could only do like single image posts and you couldn't do reels. So with Planoly on their paid one, it's like $11 a month. You can do all of, you can do everything, carousels, regular posts, videos, all that jazz. So again, I just like to have some stuff planned ahead of time, just so, you know, in days you're not feeling as creative or you're, you know, strapped for time, you can, you've got it ready to go. The next thing is, you know, while we're on the subject of content is to vary your content themes. And I have a free download. I already talked about this when I talked about the personal content of my content themes. And these are not, again, this is not content pillars. When people think about content pillars, they're like, I'm a pregnancy chiropractor. I'm going to talk about tongue ties and breech babies and I'm Webster certified, whatever that all of those topics would go under the educational theme. So when I talk about content themes, I mean, most accounts that I audit only get really stuck in that educational theme and, or testimonials. Those two are great. You need both of those, but there are also five other things that you need or four other things that you need. One is like the personal and lifestyle. Another is referral and collaboration posts that make me, that made me want to say, stop, collaborate and listen. But yeah, that's like, um, other, so let's say you're a gut health coach and you focus more on like the supplement thing, but you have a therapist, like subconscious person that you like to refer to. Like, that's what I mean by referral collaboration type posts or the pregnancy chiropractor is always just such an easy example because that's also the majority of our clients too. We have this really cool carousel. It's actually also inside Holistic Marketing Hub. Y'all, if you're not in the hub already, what are you doing? Come on. I'm telling you, I'm so proud of this program because I've, I've seen it work and it's it's just like so affordable for everything that you get and the amount of time it saves you. It's, it's insane. If you're on the fence or you're not really sure if it's right for you, just DM me and we'll chat about it. Cause there are some people who have steered away and I've been like, no, this isn't the right fit for you for whatever reason. But at the time this is coming out, it's actually closed for enrollment, but it's going to be opening at the end of September. So you can join the wait list and make sure you're the first to know. But there's a carousel inside the Holistic Marketing Hub content library, that a Canva template that you can just plug in your own recommendations. It's like the, these are people, you know, for your birth team. And it's like lactation consultants and doulas and midwives or whatever in the area that you can just plug in those you need to have. Um, the other is like just direct basic blunt. Shannon from social bungalow calls them blunt pitches. It looks like the post I did a way back on my feed that was just like, I have two coaching spots in August. That's it. (laughs) Okay. So it's just like a very direct, like, Hey, we have a spot for a new patient next Wednesday at one or like, Hey, 
I'm taking on three new clients for my, you know, get better sleep group coaching program. You know, you don't have to hide everything in cloak and dagger. And then the other one that a lot of people miss is our engaging category. And that's like, like funny memes, or I call them can't help myself posts. And that's things like comment the last three things you bought on Amazon or how long, you know, again, sorry for the people who aren't pregnancy chiropractors. You just make such easy examples. (laughs) How long were you in labor? And it's like a different color heart for each, you know, amount of time they were in labor. It's like people can't help themselves, but answer those types of questions. Those are also inside the hub. Those can't help myself prompts. And what was the last one? I think that was it. Yeah. I think I, I think I touched on all of them. Almost done. Next hashtags. Hashtags are not dead. People like to tell you they're dead because they like, it's like clickbait or like, let's say you're a huge ginormous creator. You probably don't need hashtags anymore, really, because I mean, people are seeing your content anyway, but for you, a hundred percent, you need hashtags. Go to the hat, the search bar, look for hashtags with less than 250,000 uses. So if you are hashtagging the words like health or exercise or um, you know, nutrition, those are way too big. That would be like you trying to rank on the first page of Google for the word health. Okay. So you want to go less than 250,000 uses. You want to use some local hashtags, even if you are online. So I live in Westchester, Ohio. I still use the hashtag Westchester, Ohio, even though I can work with anybody. So you still want to use some local ones. And then my little hashtag, like recipe formula, whatever you want to call it is local plus more general niche. So let's say you're a, um, like a therapist for divorce, like people who are, who have gotten divorced. It's like hashtag divorce therapist. I haven't checked that one. I don't know how many uses it has, but that's kind of just more of like your general niche, right? So you want to use some hashtags on your general niche. And then the last piece is hashtags that are specific to that actual post. So on the divorce example, maybe you're talking about like a journaling exercise. So you would use hashtags specific just to that journaling exercise. Again, shocker. I go into this in complete depth inside Holistic Marketing Hub. And I also have helped students build their hashtag lists before. Okay. The last two, or there's three, there's three left. One is building community. I don't have time to go through every in a, a podcast episode to go through every step of building community, but posting on your Instagram alone is just one piece of the puzzle. There's also a whole lot behind the scenes where, let me give you an example. I have a new client who she's a chiropractor. Her husband's a chiropractor, but she's working fewer shifts and she has created a course for moms on nutrition and supplements. Cause like, you know, like the supplement information out there is just so overwhelming. So a perfect place for her to start building her audience is not only her current patients in their clinic. So I was like, you need to email more than once, multiple times, email your current patients and say, Hey, Dr. Amanda has this course now. And then the next thing is I saw, um, if you don't follow just ingredients, I just love her page. I love her ideas. I love her protein powder. But anyway, she posted a post that was about like what to do back to school sniffles. Like if your kid gets sick, yeah, we're like, I'm not kidding you, like 15 different supplements on this carousel. And it had a million 
comments of people being like, I'm overwhelmed. That's a bunch of supplements. Like I'm confused. And I was like, I sent the post to her and I was like, oh my gosh, this would be the perfect place to go jump in. And in the comment section, like answer people's questions because you're not competing with Carolyn from Just Ingredients. She's not even like, she, she doesn't have, <laughs> she sells products. Like she's, not a, she's not seeing clients or patients. Like this is not, yes, if you were going to another health coach or, you know, um, like naturopathic doctor or something for kids and like trying to like poach their people by answering questions, of course, don't do that. But this is, this is not that. I mean, this post had like 600 comments on it. I'm not kidding. And people were so confused and overwhelmed. Like this is a perfect place to go in there, answer some questions, help people out. And then on top of that, you see what questions people are asking. And like that makes great content for you. So you know what type of posts to be posting about your course and stuff because you know what questions people have, right? And then if you're a brick and mortar, another way we build community. So for example, this local chiropractor we have um, starting from scratch, we're going to local businesses and following the local business, we're going to see who's following the local businesses and like like interacting with some of those followers. Um, we're using local hashtags. We're going to the local chamber of commerce or maybe any local publications, commenting on their stuff, sharing it to their stories and tagging them. So all of that's how you build community. I have a free download on this. And I also obviously cover this in depth inside the hub. The free download is just mollycahill.com slash engagement. And then zoom out. Okay. After you do all of this, I want you to zoom out. And the very minimum piece of like time that I want you to judge your quote success is on one month. I'd never want you to look at one post, one day, one week, one, you know, there's no more. I can't. <laughs> a month is the shortest amount of time that I would make sure that what you're doing is is kind of working. Um, uh, but really, like six months is when I would really, really zoom out and be like, okay, you know, look at your body of work over six months versus like very granular. And then the last thing I would do is to make sure you find a trusted mentor to support you along the way. That's me. I would love to support you. Our done for you Instagram management agency is currently fully booked and closed for new clients at the time this recording is coming out. We will start taking on new clients again in February of 2024. But until then, you can definitely work with us inside Holistic Marketing Hub. You get a lot more I don't want to say like one-on-one time with me, but like support for me than you probably realize inside the hub. It is definitely a done with you program, not just a like DIY type of program because part of the hub is once a month coaching. And when I say coaching, it's like, you can come to me with whatever questions you have. I just had a pediatric physical therapist who had watched the hashtag classroom, but she's like, you know, I just would love some help with hashtags. So I helped her with her hashtags. I also just helped guide a student on their lead magnet and their email marketing on the coaching call. So yeah, so it's the only way you can work with us right now. But if it still feels overwhelming to you, then hire a virtual assistant and put them through the hub and have them do it for you. I mentioned in my last episode, my friend Sarah Wiles has a free virtual assistant matchmaking service. Or, you know, you can hire, you know, use your front desk staff or an existing virtual assistant you have 
just know that most virtual assistants without proper training aren't necessarily social media managers. They're really like two different things. And apart from me, just like make sure that when you're following other people who are giving advice on Instagram and email marketing, make sure that they're actually doing the thing they say they do. What I mean by that is I see a lot of these big influencers who who made it big in like 2015, 2016 on Instagram. And they're like, oh, you don't need to do X, Y, and Z. Like some of these things I teach. Well, they don't have to do those things because they already have a really well-established and favored account by the algorithm. But if you're starting over, you 100% do have to do those things. And you have to get a little scrappy and do the stuff behind the scenes to build it up. So just kind of like, just be mindful of who it is that you're paying attention to, because as you know, we actively run 30 Instagram accounts. So we are doing this stuff day in and day out. We didn't just like, I'm not some big influencer who made it, you know, six years ago. And it's like, well, this is what works for me. So it's going to work for you. So, all right, that's it for today. I know today's episode is a little long, but please send me a DM on Instagram. As I said, the hub is closed right now for enrollment, but it will be opening in a couple of weeks. You can go ahead and go to my website and get on that wait list. Or you can just DM me and I can let you know, you know, what other like off menu opportunities we might have to see what works best for you. So thank you so much. Have an amazing day. Thank you for listening to Holistic Marketing Simplified. This podcast is brought to you by my marketing roadmap, which is a five episode private audio training. That's kind of like this podcast, but not exactly because it's not available to the general public when you search on your podcast feed. So the great thing about consuming free content like this for me or on my Instagram or my blogs or whatever is that yes, you will learn a lot, but you kind of have to go searching for what it is exactly you're looking for. This five episode private podcast is broken down in a logical step-by-step order. That's why it's called a roadmap. So If you're ready to get started on your Instagram marketing journey, or if you already are started and you just feel like you're kind of like overwhelmed with all of the different free information, this is a super clear roadmap with lots of tangible step-by-step action items that will get you from point A to point B for just $27. So all you have to do is head to mollycahill.com slash private training. And based on the reviews I've had so far, I know you won't be disappointed. I'm really proud of this training. And I know personally I've bought 27, 37, $17 products before and felt like I really didn't get that much out of it. I guarantee you, you will learn something from this five episode private audio feed. So again, it's just mollycahill.com slash private training. And it'll also be linked below in the show notes. I cannot wait to hear what you think. And hey, you know how every podcaster at the very end of their episode asks you to rate and review their podcast? Well, that's because it's super important. These podcasts take a lot of time and heart and effort to produce to bring you free information. So in order for me to be able to continue doing that, we need more people to find out about the show. So if you could, please just take like two minutes out of your very busy day to leave me a rating and share this on your Instagram stories and tag at Molly A. Cahill. That's C-A-H-I-L-L. I would greatly, greatly appreciate your support. I truly appreciate you so much. I know your time is valuable and I can't wait to see you in the next episode.